Welcome back to the Clutch Factor Sports Show. My name is Joseph Meyer. So glad to be with you today. This is the annual NFL season prediction show where I go over my NFL playoff and division predictions. And then we look back and see how terrible they were at the end of the year. I've gone through and predicted each game multiple times, and these are the average results of what I've come to. So let's get right into it. Let's start it off with the NFC North. I have the Packers going 14-3, Vikings going 10-7, Bears 8-9, and, and the Lions at a measly 4-13. Why do I have this? Let's start with the Packers. Packers, they are returning most of their pieces from last year. Uh, they did lose Corey Lindsley in the offseason. I'm not a huge fan of their draft, but they didn't have too many holes. I mean, this team was a few plays away from a Super Bowl, and I think they can do it again. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're saying this whole last ride together. I think they're going to really go for it this year, and I obviously think both of them are gone next year. Vikings, I think the offense is going to be explosive if everybody can stay healthy. Cook is a top three running back, and if Jefferson takes a huge step, I mean, this offense has a chance to be something special this year. Offensive line is a big question. Uh, but the draft of uh, Christian Derrissaw should be key, um, but that is if he comes back healthy from surgery. This defense is returning most of its pieces. Harrison Smith had a huge four-year extension. Um, Daniil Hunter is back. He's capable of being a game-changer. Cornerback is a huge question mark. I, I think the offense should be good enough to get them to about 10 wins, um, give or take. Now, the Bears, I don't trust their coaching staff or the offense enough to get them to the playoffs. Justin Fields is still a year away, in my opinion. I think they should let Dalton play until they start losing handily. Give him his chance. You promised him that he's going to be the starter. Let him go out there. Let him prove himself. The running back depth is there, but the production is questionable, and there's not really any weapons outside of Allen Robinson, who is probably going to be gone by next year. Um, hopefully they will target him more this year and give him what he wants because that is a piece that you need to keep if you're trying to build a successful franchise. This defense is obviously a strong suit of the team, but I just don't think it's going to be good enough this year to carry a mediocre offense. This is going to be a learning year for the Chicago Bears. I like their potential in the future, but they just don't have enough skill on this roster to warrant a playoff appearance. And then the Lions, I actually really like the Dan Campbell hire. I think they needed someone aggressive. They've had too many laid-back coaches over the de past decade, and there's not been enough you know, heart in that team and not enough fight. And I really like the Dan Campbell hire because he really brings that sense of, mm, I'm going to go out and let's, let's go. Let's try to win these games, even though we're going to be having less talent than the rest of the uh, teams out there. DeAndre Swift is a stud, and I, I'm looking for him to have a huge breakout year if he can stay healthy. But outside of TJ Hawkinson, they really have no weapons on the outside. Now, Jared Goff is serviceable, and I'm, and I'm more optimistic than others on his production this year. But he just cannot carry a team with holes all over the place. And I don't think he's a long-term answer. He might be a few years of a, of a nice transitional quarterback, but he's not the long-term answer. This team is a multi-year rebuild away. All right, let's go to the NFC South now. Um, I have the Buccaneers going 14-3. and I have the Falcons at 10-7, and Panthers at 9-8, and, and the Saints coming in last place at a solid 7-10. and 
Let's start with the Buccaneers. There's not much to say, honestly. They were turning virtually every piece of their team. So anything less than a Super Bowl appearance will probably be a disappointment. Their previous draft performances make me optimistic about this class, but honestly, there's not many holes to fill. They could be the best defense in the league this year, and their offense is going to be great as usual. It's not a stretch to say that they have the best linebacker trio and the best wide receiver trio in the league. So the Buccaneers are going to be shooting for the Super Bowl again this year, and if they don't make it, it's not going to be a successful season. The Falcons are my sleeper team for this year. I am a huge fan of the Arthur Smith hire. He turned a mediocre, stale Titans offense into a dynamic one with a previously washed-up quarterback in Tannehill. This is a huge upgrade over Dan Quinn. Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley are two of the most exciting young players in the league, and I see them both having massive, massive years. Now, there's concern in the run game, but Mike Davis is a serviceable back who filled in well last year for Christian McCaffrey. This defense is not going to be great, but it is improved over last year, and I think there were too many huge mistakes last year that probably cost them at least four games. I think if they fix those, this team can be a borderline playoff team. Matt Ryan is still in his prime, and he has shown us many times he can lead a team if they can just avoid those costly mistakes. So I think they do it this year. Now for the Panthers, this is another team that I'm fairly high on. Matt Rule gets another offseason to build his culture, bring in his quarterback, Sam Darnold. Their weapons are very dangerous. They're quite underrated. Robbie Anderson reunites with Darnold. They did some special things when they were together in New York. I'm excited to see what they can do together. If Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, defenses are going to be very, very scared of this team. The Panthers' defense has been a weak spot the last few years, but I love the addition of Hassan Reddick and the pick of J.C. Horn. This team is a year away from being a serious contender in the division, but I see them on the playoff bubble alongside the Falcons this year. Now the Saints, I have them finishing last in the division for the first time in a long time, but I don't have them doing as bad as many think. Jameis is very underrated, and I think he puts together a nice year. Now, the uncertainty around Michael Thomas and the lack of other wide receiver talent is why I worry about this team. If Thomas can come back relatively soon and actually plays, then they have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, But this division is going to be one of the best in football, and it's going to be hard to get those division wins that the Saints have been accustomed to over the past few years. They managed to stay under the cap, but I think this team has too many holes as of now to compete for a playoff spot. However, Sean Payton has proven me wrong before, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again. Jameis Winston's going to be looking for revenge here, and I'm excited to see what he can do. All right, now for the NFC East. I have Washington football team going 10-7, and the Giants going 9-8, and the Cowboys going 8-9, and and the Eagles only winning three games going 3-14. and So for Washington, this team made the playoffs in a down, rebuilding year last year with instability at the QB position. With They played Smith, they played Haskins, they played Allen, and they played Heineke. They returned pretty much all of the pieces. If Fitzpatrick can play at the same level or better that he did last year, this is a playoff team, no doubt in my mind. He has plenty of weapons with the addition of Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys. McLaurin, Logan Thomas, and Antonio Gibson are all going to be stars in this league, and I think they're going to have breakout years. This defense is improved, and it can carry a team on its own, even with a mediocre offense, so I'm optimistic about this Washington team. Cowboys, I'm just not a believer in the ability of Mike McCarthy to put together the talent 
and lead this team to the playoffs. In a perfect world, this offense should be explosive. But Dak is going to be more cautious, and I don't know if he will get back to peak performance right away. They have no depth at the quarterback position, so they're banking on his health, which is risky. This team suffers from injury so often that it's hard to believe it's not going to happen again. They have a very, very tough schedule. They play the AFC West and the NFC South. I'm just not thinking that the Cowboys can make a playoff push this year. I have them going 8-9. and nine. The Giants, another small improvement over last year. This team has potential. I still think they're a year or so away. Originally, I was much lower on this team, but looking at the moves they made this offseason, I realize I'm much more excited for their offense. They have put a ton of weapons around Daniel Jones. This is his chance to prove himself, and it may be his last. Defense is improved, and skill positions are much improved. Their offensive line, still weakness. If they can keep Saquon healthy, this team could contend for the division. Now, the Eagles, this prediction may seem like I'm hating on Jalen Hurts, but I actually think he's one of a few bright spots on this team. I love the pick of Devontae Smith as well, but I hate the coaching hire. Nick Sirianni is completely unproven, and it's going to be hard to lead a team that has so many holes and so many problems. I think this team can stay competitive in games, but ultimately not enough talent to win, and I think this is another multi-year rebuild team. All right, for the last division in the NFC, it's the NFC West. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting divisions in football this year. A lot of teams that could contend for playoffs. So I have the Rams going 13-4. and I have the Seahawks going 12-5. and I have the 49ers going 9-8. and And the Cardinals going 7-10. and Start with the Rams. I am super, super high on, the te- on this team this year. I even dropped them down after the news of Cam Akers' injury, but they aren't solely reliant on him, and Sony Michelle is a nice replacement. Matt Stafford can finally get his chance to shine. I am so excited. I think he meets expectations. Look for the defense to be very good again, maybe a minor drop due to the loss of uh, defensive coach Brandon Staley, but the offensive boost of Stafford over Goff was going to vault this team to a division win, in my opinion. They are going to be so high-powered and exciting, and it's just going to be an awesome team to watch. Now, for the Seahawks, even though, in my opinion, this team has no Super Bowl chances, they always find a way to have regular season success. And I think the trend continues this year. Russell's going to have another great year and manage to win 12 games, while somehow the team never seems to look special enough to win a Super Bowl. Another good year makes it hard to make changes, But I just don't think the combo of Pete Carroll and Wilson is going to win another championship. They are going to have a lot of success in the regular season and may even win a few playoff games. But I just don't see this team as a championship contender team. The 49ers, I am much lower on this team than most. Nothing really strikes out to me. When Jimmy G is the starter, they're 24-8. But I think they're going to rush to put in Lance um, if Jimmy G struggles at all. While Lance is the future... If he plays this year, I don't think they make the playoffs. He needs a year to grow. Herbert was phenomenal and didn't even make the playoffs his first year after backing up a mediocre veteran. And Lance is doing the same here. He's backing up a mediocre veteran. If he plays, I don't think they make the playoffs. My opinion is play Jimmy G this whole year and then move on next year. If they struggle with Jimmy, Lance is not going to be the solution this year to lead them to the playoffs. I love the weapons and the young studs on this team. This future is very bright. I just don't think this is the year. 
Now the Cardinals, another team I'm not super high on. It's a much better division this year. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is the long-term answer. I want to get this out there. I would not be surprised if they break out and have a huge year. I just don't see it. Somebody has to finish last in this division, and I think the most likely team is the Cardinals. I like what they're building around Murray, and I'm a huge fan of Murray. I like the additions, but the backfield is messy, and, and J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones are not prime versions of themselves. And please, give these guys some new uniforms already. They have one of the best color schemes in the league, but they have outdated jerseys. They got a nice, new, young, exciting, flashy team. Give them some jerseys to match. All right, so I'll go over my record predictions again for each team. NFC North, I have the Packers going 14-3 and and winning the division. Vikings Vikings at 10-7, and Bears at 8-9, and and Lions at 14-3. and in the NFC South, I have the Buccaneers going 14 and 3 and winning the division. Falcons at 10 and 7, Panthers at 9 and 8, Saints at 7 and 10. In the NFC East, I have Washington going 10 and 7, the Giants going 9 and 8, the Cowboys going 8 and 9, and the Eagles going 3 and 14. And then in the NFC West, I have the Rams going 13 and 4, Seahawks going 12 and 5, 49ers at 9 and 8, Cardinals at 7 and 10. So my NFC playoff predictions, the one seed is the Packers at 14-3. Bucks are also 14-3, but they lose the tiebreaker, the number two seed. Rams at 13-4, the three seed. Washington football team 10-7 is the four seed. And then for the wild cards, I have the Seahawks getting the first one at 12-4. Falcons grabbing one at 10-7. And, and the Vikings getting that last playoff spot at 10-7 as well. All right, now for the AFC, we'll start it off with the AFC North. Um, I have the Browns going 13-4 and and winning the division. I have the Ravens coming in just behind at 11-6, Steelers at 7-11, and and Bengals coming in last at 5-12. and I'll start with the Browns. Kevin Stefanski has this team in a position to win the division for the first time since 1989. They improved an already incredible team in the draft by drafting Greg Newsom and Awusu Koromoa, as well as free agent additions of John Johnson, Troy Hill, and Genevion Clowney, all solid pieces. I love the defense this year. I think Baker is actually better when Odell Beckham Jr. is not on the field, but he has developed a lot in the last year, and he may no longer feel pressured to force it to OBJ. This team is on a mission after that heartbreaking loss to the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. I'm very excited for the Browns this year. I have them going 13-4. Now for the Ravens, Lamar is going to return for another year of top play, and anyone who disagrees is denying his raw skill and greatness. The only reason I have them losing the division race to the Browns is because of the loss of the running backs, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, both out for the year. But the Ravens have never really had trouble running the ball. No matter who's back there, they're going to do well. This team is not built, in my opinion, for prolonged playoff success, but I love their odds to win 10-plus games and contend for the division. Now, for the Steelers, I am completely out on the Steelers this year. In my opinion, Big Ben should have hung it up last year, and I predict that they miss the playoffs entirely. Juju Smith-Schuster does not want to be there. He signed for less money so that he can have a prove-it deal, but he wants to go somewhere else and make more money. They have one of the toughest schedules in the league. This offensive line needs a lot of work. If your starting guard is Trey Turner, you are going to have issues on the offensive line. Defense is going to be really good again, but I just don't think it can carry a team with no running game and questionable passing ability. And then lastly for the Bengals, I'm very worried for Joe Burrow's career. 
I pray that the Bengals do not waste his talent like the Colts wasted luck. I love Jamar Chase, don't get me wrong, but they had Sewell in their lap or Slater, and they skipped out on both of them. If Joe Burrow gets hurt again this year from a terrible offensive line for getting sacked every other play, they need to have a fire sale. Fire everyone. Joe Burrow is the guy. He is special. The owner of the Bengals cannot tolerate anybody who wastes Joe Burrow's potential. Now, if Joe Burrow can stay healthy, I'm optimistic about next year. They just have too many holes this year to win more than five games, in my opinion. But this guy is special. Do everything you can to keep him upright and give him the protection that he deserves. Up next is the AFC East. This division has a lot of young quarterback play, so it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. I have the Bills at 14-3, the Dolphins at 10-7, Patriots at 9-8, Jets at 5-12. The Bills, I am super excited to watch another year of the Allens to Diggs connection. In my opinion, it's, it's top three quarterback to wide receiver connection in the league. It's so fun to watch. I'm not super high on their running back group. But it worked out last year for most of the year, and I think it should work again. They're returning their pieces, and so they should be just as good, if not better, this year. Look for more progression from Josh Allen. I still think he has room to grow, but I like his odds to do so. The Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC, and this team wants to prove it's them. Look for them to come out firing. I think this team's going to be very passionate about making themselves the team to beat in the AFC. For the Dolphins... Similarly to the Giants, this team went out and surrounded their quarterback with all the weapons he could ever want. This is a prove-it year for Tua. He needs to show out this year for his own sake. I think every piece on this team is ready for a playoff run, but I'm still unsure if Tua is the guy. He has yet to prove it. This team is going to contend for a wildcard spot, and I have them getting the seven seed, but it's going to be close with teams like the Titans and the Patriots. I love what Brian Flores is building, and this team has a very bright future. Now for the Patriots, I like Mac Jones a lot. I'm still concerned about the release of Cam Newton. You want a rookie to have a veteran in there to compete with or at least learn behind. Mac does not have that now outside of Brian Hoyer. Does that really count? I'm not sure. I like the pieces that they added this offseason in Henry and Jonu Smith and Aguilar. I'm still a little bit concerned about their wide receiver depth and playmaking ability, but Bill Belichick never really has an issue with that. At the moment, this team is in a rebuild. But I trust that Belichick's going to have them back in the playoffs in a year or two, if not this year. Now for the Jets, unfortunately, somebody has to come in last in this division, and it's the Jets, which is probably not a huge surprise. I'm excited for Zach Wilson. I think he's the real deal. He can give this Jets team a spark. He balled out in preseason and made NFL-level throws, which was nice to see, obviously against backups. I love the hire of Robert Sala, and I think the future is bright for this team, but this year is going to be tough, and they're going to lose a lot of games. Zach Wilson's going to throw a lot of interceptions. It's going to be a rough year, but there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Jets fan. I think your misery is going to start to come to an end, and we might see flashes of that this year. Now, for the AFC South, this one's interesting because I think there's two teams that could contend and two teams that are going to be bottom feeders. I have the Colts winning the division at 11 and 6, the Titans going 10 and 7, the Jaguars at 5 and 12 and the Texans at only 2 and 15. So I have the Colts winning the division because I like the addition of Carson Wentz and Frank Reich's ability to revive his career. 
Jonathan Taylor should have another big year behind an easily top five offensive line if Quinton Nelson can come back healthy. This defense is good enough to carry a run-first offense. Quiddy Pay was a great draft pick. The only question mark I have for this team is the wide receiver depth. I like Michael Pittman. He's he's decent, but outside of him, they basically have nothing. I think T.Y.'s prime is basically over. I still like the Colts' odds to win this division. I have them going 11-6. and six. For the Titans, again, I really think the loss of Arthur Smith will hurt this offense's production. We forget how mediocre it was before he got there. I think Derrick Henry's going to have another stellar year, but I always worry about teams who are reliant on a singular back when the injury history of the league is so apparent. This defense is still below average, and it's probably going to be bottom in the league. This team is a borderline playoff team. However, I have them missing out on the playoffs. I'm not super confident about that pick, and I would not be surprised if they do prove me wrong. For the Jaguars, the addition of a new quarterback can turn a whole franchise around. And Lawrence has this opportunity. We all know, though, that this team has way too many holes and is going to struggle this season. However, the future is bright. James Robinson, Lawrence, they have a solid core of wide receivers. I don't think Urban Meyer will be as successful as he was in college. But I think he can lead this team out of the dumps. I think he has a good shot of making this work in the NFL in the future. The Texans, this team is a mess, and I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. However, I'm super happy for him that he gets the opportunity to start, and who knows? We'll see what he can do with it. If this team wins four games, I think the city should probably have a parade. Any player who has potential should jump ship quick. This is going to be a mess this year. How on earth do you hire David Culley over someone like Eric Bieniemy or Brian Dayball? And if they don't want to come work for you, they would rather be an offensive coordinator than a head coach. That shows the status of your organization. That shows how bad the leadership is. And that's going to start from the top. The owner has to change before anything else can change, unfortunately. Now for the AFC West, I have the Chiefs going 14-3, and the Chargers going 11-6, and the Broncos going 9-8, and and the Raiders going 7-10. and This is another year for the Chiefs where a Super Bowl appearance is the expectation. Offensive line is improved. Defense is improved. There's not much to say. I like their odds to get back to where they were last year. We hear enough about the Chiefs. I'm tired of them. Chargers, super exciting team this year if they can avoid the typical Chargers failures. Herbert should solidify himself as a top 10 quarterback behind a completely revamped offensive line. The additions of Corey Lindsley, Matt Filer, Rashawn Slater is going to turn one of the worst offensive lines in the league into a top 15 or top 10 unit. This is actually a really interesting fact. This is the first time ever, ever, that Joey Bosa and Derwin James have both started week one together healthy. The Chargers have a history of injuries. Hopefully they can stay away from that this year. Brandon Staley is going to bring over the number one defensive scheme from the Rams last year. And he contrasts with Anthony Lynn, who made so many boneheaded moves last year that caused them to lose way more games than they should have. This should be a playoff team with all the talent they have, and I expect them to do so. I have them going 11-6. and six. Now, the Broncos, I'm so glad that they chose Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke. I'm a huge Teddy Bridgewater fan, and I hate Drew Locke, so no surprise there. Drew Locke should not have started last year, and he should never start again. He's way too cocky for the small amount of execution that he's ever been able to put out on the field. This team has enough talent to be a playoff team. I've been saying for years, quarterback play has been holding them back. They have a dynamic receiver duo with Jerry Judy, and they have the return of Cortland Sutton, who should have a breakout year this year. And I really like their rookie running back, Javante Williams. 
Defense should easily be top 10. I really like the Broncos' odds to contend for a playoff spot. Now the Raiders, I'm unfortunately out on the Raiders this year. I just don't think the combination of Mike Mayock and John Gruden has worked, and I don't think this is the year that it happens. Their offensive line is gonna is looking like it's going to be bottom five, and Josh Jacobs regressed last year. I think he will regress again. Derek Carr has a legacy of um, leading eight and eight teams, and I don't think that's going to change here in Las Vegas. He's never going to lead an elite team, and I predict another year of mediocrity, despite, I think, big production of Waller and Ruggs. I think they have a chance to make it work, but I just don't see it this year. So I'll go back through all of my division predictions. In the AFC North, I have the Browns going 13-4, and Ravens at 11-6, and Steelers 7-11, and Bengals 5-12, and AFC East, Bills 14-3, Dolphins 10-7, Patriots 9-8, Jets 5-12. AFC South, Colts 11-6, Titans 10-7, Jaguars 5-12, Texans 2-15. And in the AFC West, Chiefs at 14-3, Chargers at 11-6, Broncos 9-8, Raiders 7-10. So that leads me to my AFC playoff predictions. I have the Chiefs going 14-3 and getting that number one seed. Bills losing the tiebreaker, but also going 14-3. Browns 13-4 and Colts 11-6 as the four division winners. And then the wildcard spots, I have the Chargers at 11-6, the Ravens at 10-7, and then the Dolphins getting that last spot at 10-7. I have the Titans barely missing out. I'm not really sure about the Titans or the Dolphins. Those two are kind of interchangeable for me, but those are my predictions. Let me know what you guys think. It was a lot of fun to go through and predict each game and see what I think about each team. There were a lot of surprises when I went through games and I was like, oh, I didn't think that team would do as well as they thought. I definitely recommend going through and doing it yourself and looking at every game and predicting it. And then when you get to the end, you're like, wow, I didn't think this team would make it or wow, I thought this team would do a lot better. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited for this week one of NFL season to start. I will see you back here next week after the conclusion of those games.